Arizona football is coming off of a heartbreaker. They dropped their game to USC Saturday and triple overtime 43 to 41. And just his second career start, Noah Fafita threw for five touchdowns and 303 yards. Jacob Cowing had a program record for receiving touchdowns. And the defense limited the Trojans to the fewest number of yards that they have recorded in a single game since 2021. Leading the Wildcat defense was defensive captain Traden Stukes with six total tackles. Traden joins us now on this episode of the Wildcat Rundown. Welcome back to the Wildcat Rundown and welcome into week seven of college football. Our guest this week is one of the veterans on Arizona football. In fact, he has been here longer than any other defensive player for the Wildcats. And this year he's taken on a major leadership role on the team, Trayden Suits. Welcome to the Wildcat Rundown. Thanks for being here today. My pleasure. It seems like this season we have a theme. We're always talking to our players and coaches about their journeys to the U of A. And I don't think that's gonna be any different today because you have a unique journey. And that's the reason why we're always talking to our guys and coaches about their journey is one, it's unique and two, it gives us a good background on who you guys are and why you are who you are today. And so I think with you, we'll start going back to high school. You were a two-way player. I saw that you played wide receiver also in high school. How did that help prepare you to then play in the secondary? Uh, I mean, obviously playing receiver, you, you get to work on some ball skills. I mean, when I played, I just like to go deep. So, you know, help me with some deep ball tracking. Um, and then just, you know, overall conditioning, you know, the game's faster when you get to this level. So it helps to be in better shape. You know, that never hurts. Did you always love defense a little bit more or were you, were you kind of split, like loving both playing wide receiver and playing defense? No, yeah, I was always a defensive guy. I didn't even really play receiver until like halfway through my junior year. I was always a corner guy. That's what my, my dad pretty much forced me, but I fell in <laughs> love with it, so. <laughs> always in the defense. But in addition to being a two-way player, you were also a dual sport athlete. You were really good in track and field, specifically long jump and triple jump in high school. How did you get started with that? Uh, well, yeah, my sister was actually doing it before me. She's two years older than me. And then, so when I got to high school, I was just gonna long jump. I didn't even know what triple jump was. But then like I saw my sister do it. So then I was like, ah, I might as well give it a try. And I ended up progressing pretty fast through two years. Like my freshman and sophomore year, I had some significant jumps in uh, my PR. So I kind of just stuck with it. I ended up being better at triple than I was at long, so. Gotcha. But you're pretty good at both because you went to state and were a state finalist and what? Long jump, and then you won state in triple jump. I actually lost at the state meet, but then I went to this meet where a couple of different states come together and you represent your state. And I ended up jumping a 48-3, which was the furthest mark in Arizona at, by the end of the season. So it was like, I felt better after I got second at state, for sure. So do you feel like it came pretty naturally to you, or was it something after football or even during football season that you were working on too? It was pretty natural for most of my years there. Um, like I didn't really do more than just working on it during track and field season. And then I was going to, like I started to 
prepare for it um, going into my senior year, but then ended up getting canceled with COVID. So never really saw the full potential, but you know, I'm over it now. <laughs> well, you had some college offers I saw to go and do track and field at a couple of different universities. Did you ever consider that? I did. I was, I wasn't sure what, what my future held when, when COVID hit for sure. Cause I was uncommitted. I'd only talked to a couple of schools here and there. And I mean, even before COVID, when I, you know, didn't have a lot of big football offers, I thought maybe I can get a track and field scholarship and then maybe walk on to the football team or something. So, I mean, I always thought about it like I'm an overthinker for sure. So I was just thinking about every possible lane we could go. But, you know, I feel like I ended up picking the right one. How did you decide to come to the University of Arizona and walk on? Um, so, yeah, in the middle of COVID, we found out, me and my dad found out that the coach that coached my dad was getting the defensive coordinator job here. So, like, way back there when my dad was playing. Um, and, yeah, he, he knew that I wasn't committed anywhere, and my dad reached out, and he ended up saying, like, we could get you a walk-on spot. Like, we were obviously out of scholarships. It's almost August, so uh, we could get you a walk-on spot. So that's... That's pretty much what brought me here. And then, you know, I think it all turned out for the best, uh, how, where it is now. So. No, it did. And I think for all guys who walk on or really any sport, it's kind of taking a uh, gamble and like betting on yourself in a way because you do have a lot of times offers at other institutions to go and be a scholarship player. But to go to a bigger one and walk on, you're kind of saying, okay, I, I feel like I can compete at this level and one day I might even earn a scholarship. And for you, that was true. By that next season, you had earned a scholarship. So I know you're a humble guy, but can you kind of walk us through the work you put in and the opportunities that happened that freshman season for you being put on scholarship? I mean, yeah, I was always like, a, I would say a hard worker, you know, not to toot my own horn, but you know, I was young, so I didn't really know a lot about what hard work was. I just went and did stuff on my own. And like, obviously like my dad would help me and stuff. So then when I got here, um, I just had, you know, a work ethic. I didn't really, I didn't know what to expect, like going into practices and stuff, like how they would be ran. Like it was a lot different from being in high school. So I just kind of tried to work hard and, you know, be myself, like, my family was just so confident in me that, you know, it got into myself. Even if I didn't feel like I was confident in myself, like I knew that they believed in me. So I just went out there and tried to be myself. Um, you know, I ended up having some good practices during that COVID season. I got myself onto the travel squad, playing some special teams as, you know, at 170 pounds. But um, and then, yeah, Coach Fish and the new staff get here. Um, in that spring of 2021. So then I was kind of uneasy again, like I have to reprove myself to a new staff after I thought I put in all this extra work. But no, um, I had like an okay spring. Um, you know, the coach staff believed in me. They ended up giving me the opportunity to get on scholarship. And yeah, pretty much it. What advice do you have for not only guys on this team who are in a similar position, but maybe high school guys who are considering walking onto a program too. Are there any practical steps that you did during your time that you're like, yes, do this, like go in the weight room and do this or stay after practice, anything like that? 
Yeah, I mean, all of that, any pretty much anything that entails doing a little extra, I mean, I would I would definitely encourage. Um, you know, you can just never you can never reach perfection, but that's what always you should strive for. So and then I would also say make sure you stay on top of your academics for sure. And I've heard you talk before about, you know, your journey from walking on to now being a team captain. And we'll get into that a little bit here. But you said, like, you really feel like that's what made you who you are today. Like, if you had it easier, you wouldn't be in the spot you are. Why is that? What have you learned from that experience? Yeah, I mean, I just think it just forced me to grow up so quick. Um, you know, the world of college sports is so much different than where I was living in in high school. And um yeah, it just it made me realize that, you know, nothing is handed to you. You know, like if you want to like do do great things, you got to do all the little stuff before so that you can lead you to that path. But, you know, I'm still I think it just yeah, it just encouraged me to work hard. Um get get good grades, like just little stuff like that. Like I just think sometimes people take it for granted and when you when you walk on, those are things you have to do, or you know you're just you'll end up blending in with the pack, or you know something like that. And then, so from Coach Fish coming, you experiencing that coaching change and a lot of change in this program, but you continue to just excel and progress to the point now where you're voted to be a team captain this season. What did that mean to you to be voted by your teammates to represent and lead them? That was special for sure. Um, I mean, I like, yeah, I know going into the spring this year that my coaches wanted me to take a step forward as a leader, being that I was going to be the pretty much oldest guy on the defense. And, you know, that's never really been like, I've never been like a vocal type of leader, but, you know, when I was in high school, like being one of the better players on the team, I just ended up being in that spot. I still wasn't very talkative, but people just kind of, you know, saw what I was doing and tried to match it. Um, so being in a somewhat similar position to that, I wouldn't say people, everyone's watching me or anything, but um, just being an older guy, seeing a lot of, playing a lot of football at this level, um, you know, younger guys are asking me what's going on. And I'm like, well, I thought I was still young. Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, no, I mean, having the team vote me as a captain was really special. Just knowing that it wasn't like a, you know, coach's poll or whatever it may be. Like, you know, your guys that you're going to war with every day, those are the ones that believe in you enough to lead the team out there. So that was special for sure. And the Pac-12 Network just released an interview with you. And, well, first I'll go back. It was filmed at... Pac-12 Media Day, and you were chosen to be one of two guys from Arizona football to go and represent the program. What was your favorite part about that that day? Because I know they had you on a tight schedule, so it wasn't like you guys had a whole lot of free time, but was there something special that you really enjoyed? Um, I mean, yeah, my, my family went out there to support me, so that was, that was really nice. Um, you know, even though it was like, you know, it was a moment in my life that I was like, oh, this is really crazy. Like, I got to spend it with my family, like my mom, my stepdad, my dad, my little sister, my stepmom. Like, they were all out there. And I don't even know how they got in. They were just kind of walking around. I'm like, oh, good. But, yeah, it was, like, it was really cool to, like, you know, have that, have that moment and be able to share it with my family there. Yeah, and in that interview, 
I suggest everyone goes and watches it because it was really cool that your dad showed up halfway through. Yeah. Um, and before that, you had said that you always strive to, to be like your dad. So what is your relationship like with him? I mean, yeah, he just, uh, from a young age, he was always telling me that I got to be better than him. He said all the marks, like, yeah, he made me a corner first. And then he told me that he ran a 4-3-4-40 and jumped a 36, I think, on his vert test. So I'm like... Those are always my numbers to beat as I was growing up. Um, but yeah, no, I think he was just, you know, my first coach, my dad, you know, how that goes. You you kind of beef with your dad for a while once you get into those teenage years, like, uh, leave me alone. Like, can we talk about something else? But, you know, it always works out in the long run. I mean, not always, it, you know, it worked out for me in the long run because now we have a great relationship. He just is my dad now instead of my coach. So, you know, we we bond over football for sure. But And he played college football. So going back to your freshman year, when you were headed off to come here, what was the best piece of advice that he gave you? It was just like he told me to just believe in myself because that was always my problem. I was a, I had a relatively pressing confidence issue. I was just like, not that I was not confident, I just... You know, I wasn't really sure if I was going to fit in here. Like, this is a Division One school. Like, this is the highest level of football. So I was like, I just don't know what to expect. But, you know, he just told me to be myself and just believe in myself because I've got the ability to, to make it at this level. So, you know, just trust in his word because, you know, he's been right so many times. So I just trusted what he said and it helped me out. Okay, we'll jump into some fan questions now. The first one comes from Jacob, and he says, being from Millennium High School, how does it feel to represent your home state? Oh, yeah, I take a lot of pride in being from Arizona, you know. In the locker room, we get a lot of slack, you know, all those Cali guys and Texas guys telling us our football sucks, but I think we've got some great football in Arizona, and I'm very proud to be from, you know, a couple hours away, and I think... If you're you're looking to recruit, you should should look in Arizona a little bit. Okay, the next one comes from Jackson, and he asks, "Was it challenging switching positions?" There was definitely a learning curve at first, um, but it helped that they're you know relatively similar positions. It's you know you're still a defensive back, so you know your fundamentals and basic routine is like around the same thing. But you do gotta. I had to put some weight on which was probably one of the more difficult parts for me, um, being a pretty skinny guy my whole life. Um, but then, yeah, I guess, you know, it went relatively smooth for me. I would say you, you got to get a couple practices, get used to it. And then obviously it's just trying to perfect your craft every single day from then on out. So how did you put on weight? Is it more the weight room? Is it diet combo of both? Yeah, definitely both. Um, obviously, diet is very important for trying to gain weight. Um, you know, you can't just gain weight if you're just lifting. So, And then learning the position, were you watching certain guys, watching film, or were you more so watching your own film? Yeah, I mean, we're in the same, you know, defensive scheme. So I could see, like, the guys from last year, DJ, Gunner. I could see them playing the same position. Um when Coach Keena got here, I watched some Earl Thomas film when he was at Texas. He got to play in this in this position for a couple, I don't know how long, but like, yeah, it's 
So watching a little bit of film and then, yeah, obviously just doing it myself once the spring got here, those two things kind of work together. Okay, another question comes from Nicole, and she asks, what's the best part of the U of A? The best part of the U of A? I mean, for me, I mean, it's it all revolves around sports, so I would just say my, my teammates, like the relationships I've got to build. I think I've made some lifelong friends, you know, just being a part of the football team, a couple of my teammates, a couple of guys that aren't here anymore, but I still like would consider lifelong friends. Um, yeah, that's for me. I don't know. And then another question is, why did you pick number two this year? Number two has always been like uh, my family's number. Like my dad wore number two when he played. So like even when I was young, I just like before I really had a choice, I was in number two. So, you know, it just grew on me. Um, and I, I haven't had the opportunity to wear it since I was a freshman in high school. So like getting it back this late in my college career, I was like, yeah, that's like actually kind of cool. Like, yeah, kind of full circle in a way. Yeah, like all the way from being a freshman in high school, wearing number two, not knowing anything and to where I am now. And then the last question we'll end with is a fun one. Favorite place to vacation? To vacation? I haven't been on a lot of vacations, but me and my family did go to Hawaii. And yeah, that is as nice as it gets right there, I think. You know, I haven't been a lot of other places, but it was like so nice. Like we got to like zip line, we went swimming and all this stuff. We saw like turtles and dolphins, like just crazy stuff. But yeah, that was, I would definitely recommend whenever, you know, yeah, definitely would recommend Hawaii if you get a chance. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bucket list item for me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on this episode of the Wildcat Rundown. Really appreciate it and love getting to know you better and just more about your journey. So thank you, Trayden. Thank you. Thank you.